Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to Creating a Championship Standard of Living. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. Today, people, today is a great day. Today is Saturday, October 17, 2009, and in the northern states, uh, this is the day that they celebrate Sweetie's Day. So I wish all my um, listeners and audience a happy Sweetie's Day. I have a special show uh, designed to you, for you today. Um, if you, those of you who got in my tweets and my uh, Facebook posts, uh, today's topic is going to be Love Without Limits. And I have some dynamic guests coming on today to give you some, some great insight on how to rekindle the flame in your relationships and also just how to, you know, handle yourself in a relationship period. Um, also, um, just as usual, we plan to have some dynamic stuff on here for you. So without further ado, I want to move forward in the show, and I want to officially turn this show over to God's Holy Spirit so that we all get what we came for, and that is a move of his spirit. I thank each and every one of you for coming out each and every week and downloading the podcast and telling your friends that at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, creating a championship standard of living is on the air. Uh, and I, I have to say this. I honestly thank you. I honestly appreciate you. Uh, I don't take you for granted. I don't take you for granted. I absolutely know that with everything that goes on in the course of a day, you can do anything else at this time. You can do anything else you know, later on. But you find a way to come to this back and forth to this show each and every week, and I appreciate you because if you didn't do it, there wouldn't be a reason for me to be here. So I thank you tremendously. Um, you're causing me to have to get better, which I, which is good for each and every one of us. And I'm doing um, more and more projects now. I'm reaching out to more and more people uh, to, to create you know, joint ventures that are dynamic for yourself as well as um, myself. And I'm learning more about how to be a better motivator, how to be a better coach, how to be a better person. And I believe it's starting to show in um, the, the quality of the shows that we're doing here. So, again, I don't take you for granted. I appreciate you. I love you. And if there's any concerns, any questions, anything that we can do to improve this show for you, because this show is for you, don't hesitate to call. Don't hesitate to let me know what's going on. You can email me at miles at mileswmiller.com. That's M-Y-L-E-S at M-Y-L-E-S. W M I L L E R dot com, um, and we got some dynamic things just just planned for you um, this upcoming year uh, to, to finish out this fourth quarter. To finish out this fourth quarter strong, we, we definitely know that 2009 is far from over. And before it's over, let's let's celebrate some victories uh, together still. Um, just to let you know, uh, also, um, and this is more of a. a, a uh, congratulations to my, my brother, J.L. Godfrey. He had has had a dynamic ride the course of the last week. Uh, some phenomenal things have happened for him. Uh, I was actually on his show on Thursday night, and we, I mean to tell you, it was – I can't <laughs> – I'm sitting here. I'm, I'm at a loss for words because the show was so dynamic. Um, J.L. Put, put together a, a platform of speakers um, – uh, young David Bridgeforth out of uh, Indianapolis, Indiana, Nick Zizi's down in Miami, and uh, Mr. Chris Gloss uh, from Atlanta, along with myself. And it was just a dynamic show, um, just great tips for how to try to regain your vision and to reposition yourself for success. I, I recommend anybody go listen to the, the podcast of that show. Uh, it's a dynamic show. And just, you know, support J.L. Godfrey because he's doing some dynamic things over there, and you're going to hear a lot more of uh, what he's doing, and um, because we're getting ready to create a, we're, well, we're creating more synergy to 
better suit your needs. Um, just we have you're looking at two visionaries. We have some dynamic things that we're planning together, and it's just going to be for you. So, like I said, contact us. Let us know what it is that uh, you want to see, so we can make sure that we're 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 honing our skills and make sure that we can give you what it is you really need. Um, we want to move forward in the show. Uh, like I said, I got a dynamic show planned for you today, and um, as each week we start off with our um, preparing our vision. And uh, today we're going to we're going to go and we're going to prepare a vision. And, but what I want you to do is do a, a, diff- a little different wrinkle today on the show. Um, like I said, loving and enjoying what you do is very important in life. It's also very important to lot in life that you have things that you're passionate about. In fact, it is your passions that will, will empower you to endure any how that is required for the attainment of your desires. So. With that in mind, what I want you to do is that thing that you're passionate about, the things that you're passionate about, I want you to get that in your imagination right now. I want you to see yourself. Imagine you're in a, in a big IMAX theater, and on the screen is your passion. On the screen is your life, the, not the things that have caused you nightmares, but the things that you dream of, the things that will bring you closer to your destiny instead of further away from your destiny, the things that, that make you feel good to even think about. It could be... You know, like like I said, traveling across the world. It could be, you know, arm in arm with the one the the one you love. It could be whatever. It could be anything you want it to be. Remember, in this imagine, in this vision, there's no limits. In this vision, there's absolutely no limits. Don't you have you don't have to worry about limitations. You don't have to worry about what you can't do. Just focus on the on the fact that this thing is possible. Make allow this your vision to be possible and see it on the screen. I want you to. to to see the flowers. I want you to see the cars. I want you to see everything. I want you to fully grasp everything. And now you have this picture in your mind. I want you to fully embrace the feelings that you're feeling from looking at this picture. I want you to to wrap yourself up around the feeling of being able to, to fly across the world whenever you want to to wrap yourself around the, the emotion of being with that one you love, to wrap yourself around the emotion of being in an exotic place or to be in a debt-free home or to drive a debt-free car or to be debt-free. I want you to imagine these things. I want you to imagine the, the, the things in life that you really, really, truly want. And I want you to feel those feelings. I want you to feel it. I want you to, to hold on to that feeling. Now. You see this vision, you feel you have embraced the feelings and emotions. Now we're going to affirm that feeling. So repeat after me. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive 
all of my divine good, free and unfettered, right now. So now that you you envision, you've imagined, you've created the possibility of your dream life. You've embraced the feelings of it, and you've affirmed it. Now what I want you to do is to hold on to that feeling, hold on to that to that vision, hold on to the affirmation of of your destiny. As we continue on with this show. And I want you to think about it often. I want you to continuously see yourself doing that thing which you really, truly want to do. Now, we're going to move forward, and we're going to, um, I'm going to play for you a motivational moment, which is a, a, a clip from one of our previous shows. And I just want you to sit back and enjoy this, and I will be right back. Whatever it is you're, 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 you want to see, you want to do, you can speak out things and things can happen for you. But like I said, we're going to get into a lesson. Um, a few, okay, one more thing. <laughs> I, I'm so excited about this. There's one more thing I want to share with you. And that this is something to, to really understand about life, about allowing, about your dreams, about your goals. Whatever you resist, you reject. Whatever you reject, leaves your life. Let me say that to you again. Whatever you resist, you reject. Whatever you reject, leaves your life. So if, if there's something that good that you really want, don't resist it. Accept it. Allow it. Because if you, if you reject it, if you reject it, you, you, you let go of it. And that, that thing that which was good was coming for you, you, you turn away from it. And you want to always accept things that are good and reject things that are bad. And also understand that every day, every day, every single day, no matter what it looks like outside, no matter what's going on in the economy, God has designed the universe to be a major league blessing. He has designed the universe to be a major league blessing for you, for me, for anyone who, who, who can just receive it. And that is actually the natural state of the universe. It is designed to bless you. It is designed to be it's a design abundance. But you have it's your choice to get in the flow. And we're back. I just wanted to give you that um bit of that inspirational shot right there um, as we move forward. I want to start, I want to give you the to this week's divine intervention. You know, each week I give you a, a scripture from the Bible, and um, I look forward to um, what I really want you to know, to know about this. I take this stuff really serious, and I really take my time to, to try to find things that I know will be beneficial to you, and I, and I trust God's spirit to lead me to things that I believe are going to be beneficial for you. And that, and also doing that, uh, I believe I trust, well, I trust God to lead me to people to bring on the show for um, just for dynamic edification. So uh, I want you to keep your, your mind, your heart in that receiving mode that everything that we put together here is for you. So receive it, receive, receive it, receive it, receive it, receive it, receive it, receive it. And um, this week's Divine Intervention, I'm going to read it. Uh, it's First John 2 and 10, and I'm reading it from the New International Version, the NIV. 
uh, Bible, and it states, Whoever loves his brother lives in the light, and there is nothing in him to make him stumble. Whoever loves his brother lives in the light, and there is nothing in him to make him stumble. Whoever loves his brother lives in the light, and there is nothing in him to make him stumble. And that is this week's Divine Intervention from 1 John 2 and 10. I am um, excited about today's show. Today's show is about love, and it's about we're going to focus on the romantic aspect of love with today's show and love without limits. And I want to, um, <laughs> this is, like I said, these, these I don't take anything I do here for granted, and I don't take you for granted. I believe that this is going to be uh, something that you can, once you download it and you play it over, you can hear things that you may not have heard the first time. So that's why I'm, I'm consciously telling you and consistently telling you, receive, receive, because there's going to be some dynamic things being, you know, presented to you today. Even the flow of the show is, is, is designed in such a way to empower you. So I'm actually going to play a song I think is, is powerful and I think it has a dynamic meaning, and I'll be right back.
and we're back. I wanted uh, to also let you guys know I did not forget to give you the presidential wisdom, but I want I felt so so powerful about that song. That's uh, for the lover in you by Shalimar, which I think is an absolutely phenomenal song, and I love it. Um, and I just wanted to share it with you on today with the with the, the theme of the day and everything. I think it's a good song. I thought you might like it. I know I like it, so I'm, <laughs> I'm sure you will. But um, today's presidential wisdom uh, from and each week, you know, I give you a, a, a quote from our 44th president, President Barack Obama. Uh, this week's presidential wisdom um, states, this is the source of our confidence, the knowledge that God calls us to shape an uncertain destiny. Again, I'll repeat that. This is the source of our confidence, the knowledge that God calls us excuse me, calls on us to shape an uncertain destiny. This is the source of our confidence. The knowledge that God calls on us to shape an uncertain destiny. And even um, to go along with that and the topic of the day, love without limit, there's some things about life that we can't pinpoint. I know I'm one of those people, I like to know that thing, everything is going to work out just right. It will give me peace in my heart to know that everything's going to work out just right. But that's not the truth. We don't know that everything's going to work out just right. In fact, if it wasn't for the fact that we trust God, we wouldn't know what to do with the next step. Even if you think you know the next step, the next step can change in a heartbeat. That's why we walk by faith and not by sight. Even walking in love towards someone, with someone requires faith, requires that you trust that God is with you every step of the way, that you, you trust that God is with this person that you're with every step of the way. And I wanted to talk to you today about love without a limit. Um, I had some notes prepared for you. Guess what? I don't have them with me. So that means I got to go from my memory. I got to go from, from, from my heart. I already know the lesson for this week. Um, I want to talk to you about a, a, a story in the Bible, and I don't have the exact verse for you, uh, but I'll have it before the end of the show. And the story talks about Jacob. Jacob, the name Jacob means trickster. And Jacob was the, the twin brother of Esau. It, most people who know the story know that Jacob conspired with his mother, and he tricked his, his father into giving him his brother's birthright. His brother was the older son. In, in that time and in that culture, the oldest son was, was the one who got the birthright. Well, Jacob wanted the birthright, and his mother felt like he deserved the birthright more than his older brother. So she conspired, cooked up a plan to help him get the birthright from his father by, by pretending to be the older brother. To make a long story short, he, he led a life of trickery. And, and trying to one-up one up his fellow man, trying to figure out a way to always get the advantage in the upper hand. So we, we move along into the story, and now he meets this woman. He goes up to a land with the birthright in hand. He meets this woman. Her name is Rachel. Rachel is a, a beautiful woman. And they he the Bible says that he loves her. And 
he loved her so much that he was willing to do whatever it took to win her affection and whatever it took to marry her. Well, Jacob asked for her hand in marriage, and her father said, yes, you can marry her after you've worked for me for seven years. How many people do you know nowadays that's willing to do something like that for the person they say they love? He's willing to work and for somebody else for seven years, for seven whole years. That means now back in those days, he, he didn't touch her or nothing. But he loved her so much, he continued to work. He continued to work. He continued to work. He continued to work. Seven years comes by. Guess what? Now it's time to get married. So they have a big celebration, and everybody is happy. And the night of the, the consummation of the marriage, things went a little different. Things changed a little bit. When Jacob woke up the next morning, the woman he was laying next to was Rachel's sister, Leah. Now, Leah wasn't as attractive as her sister, but the way the rules stated in that that culture that the older sister had to get married first. So Rachel's father told him, told Jacob, hey, if you really want to marry my daughter, then you're going to work for me another seven years. And he he said, I'll gladly do it. Now, I want you to think about that as I play the next song, and we'll be right back.
Hello, and we're back. So to continue where we were, here's a man who trusted someone. He 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 saw the woman he loved. He wanted to marry her. And he couldn't marry her because custom says he couldn't marry her, but he didn't know. So it was amazing how the thing that he, he did to people the most came back and bit him in the butt where he had been tricking people to get an upper hand on people, and somebody came and did it with him. But this time it just happened to be for his heart. But his heart was so – he was so determined. Jacob was so determined to be with Rachel that he was willing to do whatever it took. He truly had love without a limit for this woman because he loved her. And now what I want to – I want to give you five things that love to, – to experience love without limits. The first thing is that love is enduring. Love is enduring. True love is enduring. Things may not always be perfect. Things may not be always ideal. But when you know that you found love, when you found the one, like I said before, when I said in our, you know, for our our vision training, that when you are passionate about something, that passion will empower you to endure anyhow that is required for the attainment of your desires. That passion will ignite you to do whatever it takes to ensure that that one that you love will be well taken care of. Think about it like this. As a man, the perfect example of how to express love to a woman was given to us by Jesus, and the scripture tells us that that the husband should love his his wife as Christ loved the church. And what was Christ like? He he endured. He he was willing to to do whatever it took for that which he loved. Think of the story that I told you about Jacob. He was willing to do whatever it took for the woman he loved. Come hell, come high water, he was willing to do whatever it took. Come be he was tricked out of tricked into marrying an, another woman. And was told, if you really, really want the one you really want, you're going, to, you're going to wait another seven years. And you got some people that can't wait two or three days. <laughs> this man was willing to wait 14 years for the woman he loved. That's enduring. That's love. Love is also patient. See, what we realize in dealing with people and dealing with other human beings is that human beings, and we're not perfect by any means of by any stretch of the imagination, we're not perfect. So you have to have patience with the situation that a person may be going through. See, everything may not always come to you right when you want it. But you have to be patient and to know that to, there, to everything there's a season. Something that, that may be going on in this person's life right now may not allow them to be with you. But it doesn't mean that you're not promised. I'm going to say it again. Everything that may be going on in this person's life may not allow them to be the person you want them to be. But you got to respect the process they're going through and be patient because God is still, they're still a work in progress. So are you. You too are a work in progress. The third thing to experience love without limits is to continuously show compassion. It wasn't a secret that Jacob loved Rachel. 
wasn't a secret at all. It was not a secret at all. And he had to continue to be compassionate towards her throughout this ordeal because she wanted to be with him also. Compassion is the very thing that causes you to to empathize with a person for a situation that they may be going through that may be in a, in a way that you, there's nothing you can do about it. You can't control the, the dynamics of it yet. And you may never be able to control the dynamics of it. But at least you can have you – can, you can offer the ideology that things can get better, the hope that things can get better, the hope that things will be better. You don't, you don't maybe not know how they're going to happen, but you know they're going to get better. So love without limits is being compassionate towards another person. Even though you may not understand what they're going through, you can at least empathize with them. It's like this. For a man, when a man and a woman come together, there's a possibility that the woman can get pregnant. Great possibility. Well, a man, scientifically, a man can't get pregnant. So he, he doesn't know the trials and the tribulations that a woman would go through as she's pregnant, the emotional changes she goes through, the, the hormonal changes she goes through, the, the change in her body, the things, every, all these things that affect her confidence. And a, a compassionate love takes the limit off of, okay, I don't understand what she's going through. I, she's just tripping on me right now to seeing how can you be there for that other person. And vice versa, it could be a situation where you know, ladies that man that you, that you love is just has something going on that he needs help with, but it doesn't necessarily. It's not something that you would honestly know about. You can love on him. You can give him, give him what he needs in that situation out of compassion. The fourth step to experience. The fourth step to experience love without limits is kindness. Kindness, kindness, kindness. I can't say the word kindness enough. There are a lot of relationships today that have dissolved because of someone who lacked kindness towards another person. A lot of times people love, truly love each other, but they forget that one little piece, being kind. There's nothing worse than waking up next to somebody mean. I can tell you that, that, that that's got to be a horrendous feeling, that <laughs> you, you come, home, you go, and you battle everything you have to battle in the world, and you come home, and 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 you 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 know, there's a junkyard dog in your house, or there's a, you know, poltergeist in your house. <laughs> it's nothing. It, it, people have lost kindness. You have to be kind towards it. You got to, if you want it, you got to give it out. Be kind to to your to your mate. Be kind to the person that you love. Be kind because what happens? You never know. Again, it goes back with compassion. You never know what that person's going through. You never know what they're internally feeling. So if you go and just express kindness, it, you, kindness goes a long way. My mother always tells me that, that kindness goes a long way. She always says you can catch more flies with honey than you can with vinegar. It is amazing how many people just fail, even in my coaching. I, I hear people tell me the things they say to people. They're just mean-hearted, mean-spirited people. People have lost kindness. Even driving, I don't drive in Atlanta, Georgia, can, can make you mean. Trust me on that one. I've I've been down here for three years now, and driving in this city is I haven't been in a city like this in my life. And I thought driving in Detroit, Michigan, was rough, but this is 
it's almost crazy down here. The things I see on the road, things people do, it can make you want to get out the car and throw a rock at somebody. But don't do it. Don't do it. I'm not. I am not an advocate of road rage. I'm telling you now. But kindness, kindness goes a long way when in your love walk. And the last thing, last but not least, for my five tips for love without limits. It's a. It sound, may sound clicheish, but what would Jesus do? That's my fifth step. You look at this person that you that you are in a relationship with, and how, then you ask yourself, how does God see this person? If you start to see that person the way God sees that person, you treat them a whole lot differently. Because at that point, you realize that God loves them too. And because God loves them, he's going to, he, he will protect them. He will fight for them. At that, best, at, you, at that point, it is best that you pray for them. Keep them covered. And if you, can't dis, if you disagree with them, agree to disagree. But if you start looking at people from the way that God sees them, including yourself, including the person that you're in relationship with in the mirror, that person that you see in the mirror every single day, you have to have the best relationship you can possibly with that person. Because that person right there is the person that you have to live with more than anybody else. So those are my five tips, five keys for living and experiencing love without limits. So we're going to go into our interview portion of the show. Uh, I got some dynamic guests on the show there in the wings waiting. Um, our first guest is a wonder woman, and I, I say that term completely. She is a This is one of the most dynamic people I've ever met. Um, I've known her for quite some time, and um, like I said, Wonder Woman is the best word I can use to describe her. She is a dynamic wife, outstanding mother, and electrifying entrepreneur. Through her company, The Coquette Studios, she teaches, coaches, empowers, motivates, and inspires women to express the fullness of their femininity with confidence and courage. I'd like to introduce and welcome to the show Miss Nikki Smith. Hold on one second, Nikki. Nikki, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Thank you, Miles. How are you doing? Wonderful. Thank you. It's an absolute honor to have you on the show. I'm honored to be here. To have <laughs> Thank you for having me on the show. I've been enjoying it this far. Oh, thank you. Because so. sometimes, and I, I tell people this all the time, in live radio, you have to be prepared if things break down. And I had a lot of things behind the scenes that didn't go the way I wanted them to go today. But I trust okay. that... You know, God is with us, and that this show is going to be dynamic regardless of what, what didn't go the way I wanted to. So I thank you for that as well. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. Well, Nikki, I wanted to ask you a question. Uh-huh. Now, as a coach, I coach a lot of people, and ironically enough, a large percentage of my clientele is women. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that they deal with a lot is confidence. Like, for instance, uh, I, uh, one client I had um, a little while ago had recently had a baby, and she wasn't feeling so confident about herself. Mm-hmm. And what, what kind of advice would you give a, a, a lady that may be going through a situation like that, you know, especially at a time like, you know, we got, we're in the middle of a Hallmark holiday today. Um, what, would you, what kind of advice would you give her to get her motivated to feel confident about herself? Okay. It's, um, you know, not knowing her and her situation, I would just say um, – First of all, you know, God made you beautifully and wonderfully, and he didn't make a mistake. Mm 
um, and he doesn't make mistakes. So the way that you were made, you know, is, is perfect. There's nothing wrong with you. Um, the world may put, you know, man may, you know, make up what is beautiful and what is not, but you are beautiful. God made you the way that you were, and he didn't make a mistake. Um, having a baby is, you know, an awesome thing, but it does, you know, affect your body. So um, there are things that you can do to, if you don't like the shape of your body, there are definitely things that you can do to correct that. So I would definitely say working out, eating healthy, um, does a lot for your confidence. Um, But another thing is you have to embrace the things that, that changed about you because of the wonderful experience that you had. You, you, you know, you had a child, and um, that is something awesome. And I'm sure that you would not have, um, if you look back on that situation, you would not change that situation so that you could save your body under any circumstances. So that just becomes a part of you. That just, you know, that whether you have a scar or don't have a scar, whether you have um, the shape of your body, that is the um, kind of the remnant of the beautiful child that you created. and um, But definitely to your confidence, I would say that um, working out is, you know, high on the list and, you know, of course, eating healthy and things like that to help you get back that kind con- the confidence. I mean, um, and confidence is inner. It's not something that you're going to gain from outside of yourself. You have to see yourself as beautiful, and then the world will see you as beautiful. And even if not the world, um, you seeing yourself as beautiful, it won't matter what the world thinks. Wow. So. Wow. That, that's, that's powerful stuff. I, I'm just, wow. I'm sitting here. I'm taking notes. I'm reading everything you're saying because this, this yeah. may end up coming up again. I've I got an answer now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, definitely. But, um you know, it, it, I can't express enough. Confidence comes from within yourself. I mean, of course, having a baby changes you from what you may have originally planned for your body to look like, and there's nothing you can do about that. So you just have to kind of embrace that as, you know, because you wouldn't take it back for if not to have your child, you know. Right. I don't know anybody who would be like, I'd rather have my body back perfect than have you. So that's a sacrifice we make for love. Right, and, and that is... That's one of the things that um, I meant to put on. The, I wanted to put on the list, but I, I wanted to keep the list of five. But sacrifice is a major, major issue, major, major thing. It, it opens up. It takes the limits off of any love experience you can ever have. Right, right, definitely. There is sacrifice and love. I mean, the two are kind of simultaneous because in order to have a successful relationship, you have to compromise. Um, there's give and take. So in that, you are you can't be selfish. But you do have to sacrifice uh, to have a successful, you know, relationship. And it doesn't have to be, um, well, it's hard. You know, relationships are hard. People get in a, you know, marriage and think, oh, it's going to be love all the time or <laughs> this, I don't know, this um, idea of perfect love because you may feel that in the beginning, but love is not a feeling. It's a sacrifice. It's giving. It's um, It's work. Right, right. Um, so, Nikki, give the mm-hmm. audience uh, maybe two or three tips for how they can – somebody maybe like we're in, a, in our four-quarter comeback mode now, and there could be somebody out there listening to the show now 
in a relationship, they they're looking. They need to come back. They need to come back together. They they need to come back to that love, that enduring love, that patient love, that compassionate love, that that kind love. Give uh, the audience two to three tips on how to reignite the passion in a relationship. Um, is in, for couples in yeah. a relationship. Okay. Um, well, number one, I mean, I don't know. This may be a, a um, well. Anyway, number one is God. You have to have. I think that you have to have God in your relationship as your foundation because if if not, I mean, when it gets tough, then you're going to be like, I'm out, or, you know, you're going to want to react in a way that would not further the success of your relationship. So, I mean, number one is um, it, it takes God to, you know, because you need some sort of accountability to say, okay, I'm not going to act like this. And, and sometimes your natural um aptitude is to go towards what's easiest the you know to react when you shouldn't react in a negative way or um you know you just to keep you grounded i i you know I can't stress it enough, I think it's God it has to be you know the foundation to keep you you know coming back when you know you don't want to, and there's nothing telling you to but God to say you need to work that out um Number two is uh, you have to court the other person. You just like, the things that you did to get them are the things that you need to do to keep them. So if you were, um, I mean, if for a woman, if you were going to his games, anticipating uh, watching, you know, sports with him, you have to keep that up. Um, that's why you shouldn't be fake in the beginning, because I mean, they're going to come to expect that. Whatever it is that you give them in the beginning is what they're going to expect. Guys, if you were doing flowers every week or however often or taking her out to dinner and things like that, you need to keep that up. I mean, you have to court. You have to continue to court even though you get married. You know, just because you've caught them does not mean that you're going to keep them if you don't, you know, continue to court them. And um, the third thing um, for a success, Successful to keep it successful is um, communication. I mean, that is probably uh, the second most reason that people get divorced or relationships end in divorce after money, and because um, you have to communicate with the other person, you have to tell them how you feel, what you want, and stop. Or a lot of times we think that they'll know. We expect them to just know how we feel. Um, well, he should have just known that that wasn't right, or she should have just known that that wasn't what I wanted. No, you know, we're all different. Everybody has different likes and dislikes, and, you know, people change all the time. I may have wanted one thing last week, or this week I want something different, but my spouse doesn't know that if I don't tell him that I want it different or something different. Um, and, you know, men, uh, to the ladies, men are... Um, repetitive. If it worked the last time, they're going to keep doing that same thing that worked the last time. So if you don't tell him, no, I want to change it up, I want to do something different, then he won't know. Um, so, And we do communicate differently. So don't think that because you said it the way that you understood it, like that means that he got it. Communication is two ways. When you express what you want or like or dislike, you want to get an, make sure that the other person understands. So you may want to have them repeat it back to you what what they understood you saying, and then you 
tell them whether that was it or not. So communication is just not me speaking and then you saying okay and then go. Because me as a woman, I may have said something, the man may have understood it's something completely different, and right. you're going to get what he understood and not what you may have wanted. Right. So you have to make sure that there's an understanding in that communication. Wow. You have you have spoken a mouthful from a an expert point of view. I I, I must oh. tell you. Um and Well thank you. I, I'm I'm just sitting here like I said, I got got my notebook. I've been taking notes because when I am in this environment where I am ready to, you know, be in a situation talking about marriage, I I'm already got a jump start because I got I got good notes here. That's one thing about yeah. surrounding yourself with good people. I, I, that's one reason why I had you on the show because I know you had something great to tell the people. Well, thank you so much. It was an honor for you to have me on the show, and I thank you for that amazing introduction. Um, (laughs) Thank you very much. But, Nikki, before you go, tell the people Uh how they can find you. Oh, I am. I have the Coquette Studio online, coquettestudio.com. It's uh, C-O-Q-U-E-T-T-E studio.com. But I am here in Arizona, uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. So, you know, you can come by. I have a studio anytime. I also do parties, and I do travel, you know, to do parties. So just because I'm here, um, my studio is here, I do, you know, travel all around um, doing pole parties. And pole dancing is a lot of fun. Ladies, if you have not tried it, you simply must because you don't know what you're missing. Um, It's a workout, and it's um, fun, and it's definitely sexy. Your man will love it. My husband told me every couple should have a pole in their bedroom. Whether it's, you can take it down or not, you, it's definitely something you should have. That will definitely keep him coming home, ladies. So, um, and, it, you know, look me up. My number's on there. And uh, so if you're ever here in Arizona, you're welcome to come by the Coquette Studio and, you know, just have some fun. Well, we appreciate you, Nikki, and you will be definitely be back. Um, this is, like I said, this is the beginning of something, something big. Well, thank you, Miles. Thank you very much, and it was a pleasure. So, you know, anytime. Likewise, like, and uh, Nikki, don't go anywhere. Stay on the show. Uh, my next guest okay. has some dynamic tools. Also, I think you can learn something from me. Also. Okay, I definitely will. I'll stay. Okay. All right. Our next guest. Um, has been on the show before, and he's just a dynamic individual. Also, he is—you may have seen him on as one of the life coaches on MTV's Made. Uh, he's um, just a dynamic, all-around guy. He—he he is the author of the book, The Ring Formula. And without further ado, I want to introduce and welcome back to the show, Dr. Aljuan Tart. Dr. Tart. Hey, here. what's going on? Yeah, man, what's going on? I'm, it's an honor to have you on the show again, sir. Hey, man, I'm glad to be here. I'm going out to Scottsdale, Arizona, man. <laughs> <laughs> Tell Nikki she needs any any judges. You know, I, I will be there to, to help them. You know, <laughs> in, in any way they need they need help from a spiritual standpoint. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I have to stand outside the studio just give me encouragement as they go in. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I um, I got you on here today. Um, I wanted you to, to to give us some tips from the ring formula. Give some ladies the tips on um. Nikki brought up one good thing about courting and okay. getting prepared to to get married and things like that. 
how important is courting according to the ring formula? Oh, it's absolutely essential. I mean, you know, geared towards ladies, you know, think about what value you can add to a man. I mean, think about a man that's by himself. I mean, he's missing a whole lot in his life. Now, if you can add, if you think about and do a self-evaluation of all the things that you can add to a man, um, that's part of the courtship. So whether that is cooking, and, and that's important because when a man comes home, it's that sense of home that he doesn't have when he's by himself. So usually a woman greets him, you know, kind of gives him directions as to, as to what to do. Um, she makes a house a home. You know, she's providing love, comfort. She's building him up. She's stroking the ego. I mean, a wife adds a whole lot to, you know, a husband. So when you're courting, I think everyone, when they're serious, should court towards marriage. Your goal is to kind of show that, not kind of, but show that man everything that you have to offer so that if you stop dating him, he's less of a man without you. Wow. Wow. Upgrade so, the man. There wow. it is. <laughs> wow. So it's like basically you're telling me that this situ- the dating process is to, to give you a sample or a preview of what's to come. I think Absolutely. I think that you are just like uh, when you have a relationship with God. Being with God just makes you so much more able to deal with the ups and downs of the world. So when we start talking about a wife, she's a helpmate, okay? I don't, I don't mean a, a maid. I don't mean in, she's a helpmate in, in every facet of the of, of the word, yes, and that sir. she's able to help you conquer the day. So when you come home from a rough day at work, I mean, you can always feel like the king of the castle at home and know that you have automatic support. You know, I was surprised with how many women just don't know how much value they can add to a man's life because we don't talk this way, right. you know. Um, but if you think about it, you know, if you think about it, a woman is there to support you and love you and comfort you and build you up, and you can just come home and have a listening ear, you know, and talk about your dreams and ambitions and have someone support you every single day, Miles. That's yes, a whole lot. Yes, sir. I try to encourage women to date with confidence. And, and I think a lot of times women think that men have the upper hand, but with the women that know what they have, like it's clear that Nikki knows what she brings to the table. You yeah. know, men flock to her. I guarantee you her husband came to her because he knew because she knew what she had, like son, and he wanted to bask in her light. Wow. It's all about confidence. It's like you two were saying. It is confidence. And men can feel confidence two miles away. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. And we are drawn to it. We're suckers for confidence. Yes, sir. So, I'm I'm just sitting here, man. Like again, I'm I'm taking notes again. I'm just. Miles, you're not taking notes. You know everything I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, this, you know, actually, this is one area in my life that I can be honest with you. I have to have experts like you around because I'm I'm still learning. I'd be lost. Oh, we all are. We all are. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I, there's some people out there now that they are lost, and and that's the reason why we're having. You know, an expert like yourself, an expert like Nikki on the show, because some people they just don't know how to interact in relationships. And, oh yeah, it's not it's not easy. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I've I've had you know the boyfriend girlfriend relationship, you know, and those things, you know, I'm still single for a reason, obviously. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I so but I I took I'm proactive on this. I took some steps towards getting better at the things I need to get better in. So. For instance, if there's something that, for a male point of view, if there's something that you know you need to get better in, okay, what advice do you give? You know, because I know a lot of times men can be egotistical. I mean, I'm talking about myself. I can be egotistical and think I know it all. 
But how no, do you? How do you? Not, not two miles. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> how do you? How do you convince? Not so much convince them, because I, I don't believe you convince anybody of anything unless they want it. If this person really wants to change, this really person really wants to become a better person, what tools would you give a, a person to take um, to improve themselves so that they can have, you know, give this, this relationship a chance to flourish? I mean, absolutely. I think you have to look at the world as your mirror. I mean, Miles, I was I was joking with you, but we're very similar. Um, right. You want to make sure that your your ego is in check. And when you're talking about a relationship, you want to make sure that it matches the the person that you're with. Right. So if your ego doesn't allow you to receive criticism, you know, I mean, that's a problem. But you also have to make sure that you talk to your partner to tell them how you want to receive criticism. Right. I don't ever like to hear criticism. I just keep it real. Yeah. But I know that it's the truth. So <laughs> I, don't wanna, I, don't, I don't want my baby to leave me out there and I say, how was the speech, baby? She says, it was awesome. But in reality, it was terrible, you know? <laughs> I want her to be able to say, you know what? You know, this point and this point were pretty good, but I thought you could have added something, you know, towards the end to make it a little bit more dramatic like this. You have to communicate to that person your shortcomings and just be transparent. No one's perfect, as right. you know. Right. Well, I just kind of, you know, I advise people to put this stuff on the table and up front tell your partner how you want to receive criticism, how you want to receive appreciation, how you want to receive love. Let them know your, your pet peeves. I was talking to a young lady today, and I said, look, you know, I'm going to let you know that if it's something that's bothering me, I'm just going to let you know in the moment. I'm right. not one of these people. That, I don't like a lot of distance. I think time is, you know, time is too precious to, to spend 30, 40, 55 minutes not speaking. Right. I'd rather just have a quick, hard, two-minute argument about whatever it is, and let's just keep it moving. <laughs> I don't want to argue a long time, but I know we need to do this. I'm gonna give you your 30 seconds. You take 30. I take 30 seconds. We discuss it for 30 more seconds, and then we pray about the last 30 seconds. And let's keep moving. Right. But a lot of times we don't do that because it's a style. Hmm. You know, some people don't talk. Some people come silent, and they want you to ask two or three times what's wrong. Some people they want you to leave it alone, and it kind of rise out. Some people want to talk about it right then and there. But if we don't have that conversation up front, then we, then when we come into an argument, we're going to have a lot of conflict. The couples that stay together, as you know, Miles, they're not any more um, – they don't have better communication skills than anyone else. That's, that's a myth. A lot of people think they have better communication. Right. They don't. What they have is a stronger friendship. So their friendship is so strong, they can make it through arguments because they know one another like the back of their hand. Right. I think sometimes we date too quickly and we don't date deep enough. You know, you want to you wanna make sure that you know someone to a point of where they're your best friend so you know exactly how to approach them. You know exactly what to say. Kind of like a good manager at work. Right. You know how to talk to each one of your employees, you know, who to approach and who not to. <laughs> you, should be the same, you should be the same way with your partner. You know, I'm right. sorry. Let me go ahead and give her 30 minutes. All right, because I know she's going to be upset. Let me just give her 30 minutes. We talk to her before she goes to work, and then we're good. Right, right. Well, let me let me take her out to the movies before I, you know, tell her that I got a promotion that's going to take some more time away. <laughs> oh, yeah, let me t- let me go ahead and book that trip to Miami and then spring it on on the way home after we <laughs> after I made some deposits. I'm joking, but I'm serious, you know. After I made some deposits in the relationship and be able to have a conversation like that. Right. So, what are what are like like a couple tips to help people get down that path? Um Things that, I, uh, for instance, if someone just got off 
um, got off work, and they just found out they got that major promotion. Like you said, it's taking time away from them already, and she already wants more time. How can they? How can you spring that on somebody? How do you, I mean, other than you know what you just said, but some give some people some more tips. I think one. I think one. You have to make you have to priorities now. Right. You know, I wouldn't. I mean, I'm saying that, and, and I'm just being transparent. Um, having success and uh, value in relationships, I can't necessarily say that I would take the promotion without talking to my significant other. Right. I mean, the single the single man in me would want to. Right. But right. I'm gonna stay single if I consider the needs and wants of the person that I'm with. And that was you the know? point I was really trying to get out of you. That's that's, that's it right there. That's exactly what I wanted people to hear, that you have to, once you're in this relationship, you have to consider that other person as a whole. I mean, Miles, you're right, and I think a lot of men, and especially, especially women, make this mistake is that they kind of box things up and they say, all right, I'm going to focus on my career, then I'm going to focus on a man. And then you get to the point where you realize, you know, companionship is so much more important than your career. Sure. The career will always be there. If you can sit down and try and find a healthy compromise, you know, and consider the other person's needs and wants, then you're going to stay together as a couple. And that's what couples do. They have the ups and downs. So a tip would be don't accept the job without talking it over with your significant other. Okay, that's one. <laughs> Two, don't, don't view the conversation as, okay, my significant other is stopping and killing my dreams because they won't let me accept it, you know. Uh, three, what you want to do is you want to sit down, express how you feel and what this job means to you. And at the same time, listen to what your partner wants because you have to make sure that what you do coincides. Right. You know, she, she may be up for a promotion at work or she may be to the point where she feels like she's already sacrificed and she's not willing to sacrifice at this point anymore of uh, family time. So I've always found that by having that communication of listening to feelings, not listening to thoughts, not talking ego to ego, well, I'm going to do this, you're going to do that. That's just disaster. But if you say, look, I really feel uh, happy, inspired, energetic about this, this new position, makes me uh, feel more important, useful, okay, you, your wife or girlfriend can understand that and she won't disagree with that. I also have to listen to how she feels. Right. And at the end of that conversation, both of us should come out of it feeling completely different. Wow. So it may be, yes, I'm going to take this position for a year, all right? But come come 2010, yes, I am going to fall back a little bit. I'm going to, I'm going to work hard to establish myself, but at that point, I'm going to take on uh, 70% of the household duties or, or, or take up more, taking his kids to school so that now you can return to school and get your MBA. You know, it's a partnership. It's give and take, not just take. Wow. wow that, that's, that, that's how you do it. Wow. <laughs> Reciprocity, it goes a long way. <laughs> I mean, tell Nick y'all willing to come out of Scottsdale and get this, you know, this, this seminar, you know, at the, at the Coquette studio. <laughs> and and that, that's not a bad idea, actually. I, I'm going to present that to her later, but I, that's not a bad idea. Because I, I, I want to, actually, you know, let me just be honest with you. I really want <laughs> to do a, a relationship seminar, and, I, I, and this is, I'm putting this out here while everybody can hear it. I want to do a relationship seminar, and I, I want to, you know, open up the different facets of a relationship with experts, and experts like yourself, experts like Nikki. And, and this this is the type of moment that people can really get their situations turned around, because this, this is the fourth quarter comeback. And, and 2009 is not over yet, and there's a lot of people who, who right now, Dr. Tart, are having some, some issues in their relationships, and it goes back to the, the very thing that you were saying. People aren't communicating. Going back to what Nikki was saying, people aren't communicating. 
what do you do if the other person is just does seem like they don't they they're not open to hear anything? What do you do in a situation like that? How do you how do you maintain your sanity <laughs> to keep going? I mean that's hard, and that's well, let's let's talk about preventing even getting there, and then I'm gonna tell you what to do once you're in the belly of the beast. One, when you're dating, you have to constantly make deposits into your relationship. A lot of times, like Nikki said, we just stop courting altogether, and you just you're just living together. You're just I don't know what we're doing, but if you're not making deposits, dating, going out. Uh, finding out what each other wants, you know, writing lists on a regular basis about what you want to do, the same way you did uh, when you met. You have to continue to keep that going. Otherwise, you'll wind up one day looking at your relationship bank account, and it's going to be in withdrawal mode, wow. you know. And so one person is already emotionally checked out. And when people check out, it is very difficult to get them to check back in, okay? <laughs> um, but, two, you have to realize that, that that person has a lot to lose in that relationship. Both of you have invested time, energy, in, you know, money, um, your emotions, your feelings in a relationship, and you want to try and hold that together. So what you have to do is take responsibility for your actions and say, look, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to return to doing the things I did, and I'd like for you to meet me halfway. Now, here's, here's the cool thing about that. When you do that and they don't reciprocate, that is the best time for you to actually leave, all right? Because, mm-hmm. I, because when you leave, the other person looks at, hey, you know, Alderwan stepped up and was doing everything that he needed to do. Yes, it was it was it was later in the relationship, but he left because I didn't reciprocate. Hmm. And so, what is that person going to have to do when they go out and date someone new? They're going to have to do the same things that I asked them to do. And so, hmm. they're going to realize how hypocritical they are, or how uh, or uh, a missed opportunity, and not. And, and a lot of times, they'll come back. A lot of people think I'm crazy when I recommend leaving. But if you stay stuck, you're actually enabling. Now, I'm not saying walk out on, on, on your husband and wife. I'm not saying that. I'm simply saying, listen, I'm committed to having a relationship the way God intended it to be. And that means 50-50. That means that we're going to have to date in court and actively love one another. I have to have a relationship with God. God always has a relationship with me. But I must put in work if I'm going to have any benefit and have a real relationship. If you're not willing to relate to me and I've done my part and I've prayed about it, I'm going to have to move on to find the, the, God, the love that God has for me. And hopefully that's you. Wow. Hopefully, hopefully you can meet me. And it's, it's, a lot of times it's mental. You see what I'm saying? I'm not yes, saying sir. move out. But I think sometimes you have to tell your partner, listen, I'm going to give all I can, but I'm not going to do this by myself. I need you to come with me. And a lot of times I think we talk, but we don't act. And so it's just a, it's just a sob story. Right. <laughs> this happens with a lot of men. You know, a lot of women say, "Oh, he's not treating me right. He's not doing." But I say, "Are you are you prepared to leave?" And they say, "No." I said, "Well, he's picking up on that." So because you're not really actively ready to move, but you keep talking about it, you are actually weakening the power of your words. And so now you just sound like you're just nagging. Wow. <laughs> not serious. Wow. You know, Steve Harvey talked about. One of the things that settled him down was he was sitting in the bed one day, and to make a long story short, the woman he was dating got up and said, look, Steve, I respect you for everything that you do. You've always been honest with me. Um, I know we're together, but I just don't want to do this anymore, you know, out of wedlock. I just don't want to do it. You know, I know that I can do better. You're awesome, man, but I know I can do better than just, you know, uh, cohabitating with you without having a ring on my finger. Wow. So I love you. I-, I wish you the best of luck. You know, I, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. And as she started to walk down the steps, Miles, Steve was like, I'd be crazy to let her walk out of my life. Where in the world am I going to find someone that listens to my dreams and ambitions and puts up with my craziness? 
you know, like this woman. And all she's asking for is commitment, which I would give her anyway. And that's the, that is the fear of every man, is letting that, that one walk in and out of our lives. So you have to be on skates for us to stop you. <laughs> A lot of women are afraid to do that. Well. And that's where you have to have that faith walk with God. If God tells you to move and, and that, that man is going to follow you, then get to moving. But if you stay still, you stay stuck in doubt, and that man's not going to go anywhere. And you know what he's going to do? He's going to end up chasing a woman that makes him work. <laughs> that's how we are. We like to put in work. We like challenges. By nature, yes, sir. That's, that's correct. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. So, Dr. Tart, could you um, tell us more about the ring formula? Yeah, the ring formula, Miles, uh, is called Ring Formula, How to Marry Mr. Right. It's uh, available on Amazon.com and on my website at drtart.com, D-R-T-A-R-T-T.com. And basically what the book is in short, it is a manual telling women exactly why men need women. I didn't realize how many women did not know how much we need them. You know, but when I look at the media and I listen to the music, I can see if they've never had a direct experience, you, you may not see it in the media. But it's basically saying, look, you want, you want to marry a man, uh, you, you want us to marry you, here's exactly what we're looking for. Here's what we're missing in our lives. This is what you can add, and here's seven things that you can do to add value to men that make men take, not make, that, that results in men looking at you like a wife. There are a lot of things, as you, as you know, that women do that make us not look at them as a wife. Yes. You know, that we, we can't take them seriously. Uh, or we don't see them as a long-term partner because they don't see it that way. They don't, I'm, I'm simply being transparent, open up the mind of men and saying this is what we're looking for in a lifetime partner. Do this and you'll have men, you know, you'll, you'll attract a better man. Right, right. You'll attract men that are looking to settle down because of what you bring to the table. There, there are sep- se- uh, definitely a large quantity of women out there, but men will tell you quality is so hard to find. Quality and, compa- and com- compatibility, you know, and the fact that you like this person, that is hard to find. So offer that to a man. Offer 100% of what you have. And then, you know, you're going to have men in line. <laughs> I'm not even being Pollyannish. I'm yeah. serious. Am I, am, I, am I telling a story? He's, he's telling the absolute truth. <laughs> That's why I brought him on the show. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, a woman that, you know, that has confidence, that kind of looks at you like, you know, Miles, you know, you know what I bring to the table. You know I support you. You know I spend three hours on your on your website. No, no one is gonna do that. You know. Right. <laughs> and I prep for the show. I run the switchboard while you run the show. When I could be looking at these documents, you know, for my own job. But I did this for you because I love you, little funky butt. You know. <laughs> that's the, when I start talking about that. That's hard to find. Right. That's real. That's hard to find a woman that wants to make that sacrifice and knows that it's coming back tenfold. Some some thirty, some sixty, and some even a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. But when women know that, you know, I think you know, Miles. I think we have to go out there and do more seminars and let women know this is what we're looking for. This is what value. Because it seems like we're looking for sex and we're looking for trophies and we're looking for women to agree, our women to to be our our moms as far as cooking and cleaning, give us the remote, and move out the way. No, we're not looking for that. We're looking for someone to upgrade us, make our life better, be a true helpmate in the spiritual sense of the word. Right. That's what we're looking for. Right. So do that, sisters, and you have a lot more rings on your finger. Yeah. 
he's telling you the absolute truth. And, and, and Dr. Turner, I really, like I said, again, I'm sincere about this. I really want to do a seminar with you because um, I, I, my goal, be honest with you, I really love empowering people, but I, I have a, a, a passion and a, 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 there's a soft spot in my heart towards women. I see the, the things that a lot of women go through. And I just don't like to see people see women get mistreated like that. And I, I like to, to to put something together so that we can you know empower them to, to to know that they are valuable and that they do have something to to bring to the table that just, that is more than just their bodies. Oh, absolutely. Well, Miles, you know, count me in. We we share the same passion. I want to similar to you. I want to empower women and let them have that. You know, help them because it's easy to have confidence when you understand what men are looking for yes, in sir. you. Yes, sir. And so, especially when you can get tips and then you go out and date and then you come back, there's nothing more gratifying than that. You know, when you give a woman advice, go on out here, do this, look in the mirror, buy, buy what you need. If you have any insecurities, work those out. Okay, just don't say, I, I don't like my body. Okay, work it out to the point where you like it. And then get it to a point where you like it. It's not about how much you weigh. It's about when you look in the mirror, do you like it? All right? If you like it, then we're going to love it because we're going to pick up on it. Right. And then go on out there and date with confidence and know that men need you. When you date with that kind of uh, attitude, like the Beyonce attitude, she knows who she brings to the table to Jay-Z. <laughs> Come on now. She's like, Jay-Z, you can walk out that door if you want to. Bye. Jay-Z's not going anywhere because he's attracted to that confidence. Right, right. So, yeah, anytime, anytime, my brother. And we can start in Scottsdale, Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir, definitely. Well, Dr. Tark, could you, um, before you go, give the people a word of encouragement um, and also let them know where they can find you. Okay. Um, word of encouragement. I think in approaching relationships, approach it like the relationship you have with the Father, you know, God. Um, realize that the more you invest in God, the more he's going to invest in you. And if you're able to take God's love with you and spread that proactively throughout the world, people are going to be drawn towards you because of the gifts that you give. It's like a boomerang. What you throw out comes back to you. So if you want to control what you want in your life, don't sit around and wait on it. Go ahead and boomerang the love that you want out. Emanate that love. Emulate, em, em, uh, emit that energy that you want to attract into your life. If you know you can upgrade a brother's smile everywhere you go and subconsciously look at him like, look, you know I can upgrade you and, and let, the, let the men and the positive people come to you. Uh, take control of it by, by showing God's love, and God will do the rest. Uh, people can find me online at www.drtart.com. That's D-R-T-A-R-T-T.com. And we'll put this out in the universe. Hopefully coming up uh, sometime next year, there's a new show coming out on BET called The Mom, Myself, and I Show, uh, which is a talk show for working moms. And uh, if all goes well, I'll be one of the co-hosts. Hopefully they can see oh, wow. me on BET. You know, pushing out love and everything that God put in me to to the ladies. Well, we're gonna say this. We're gonna speak out God's favor on this, and it, and it, that you know, supernaturally, we're touching the green on this. That this that's a done deal. We expect to see you in, in whenever uh, it comes out next year on BET. Amen. I received that. I, I received that. I, God just I just want to do my work through God, and uh, you know, empower people. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Hey, and you can find me at the next, you know, your next seminar. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. You yeah. def- you're, uh, you're there. Whether I'm tearing tickets for you, I don't care. I don't care how I serve. I just want to be in the building. And, and likewise, the next next event you have, I want to be there. 
All right. Sounds good. Yes, sir. Oh, also, also, I'm sorry. I have an event this Wednesday. Sorry. Oh. At Uptown, Uptown Summer, uh, Supper Club on 201 Cortland here in, in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, it is called Unmasked. We're taking off the master relationships. We're having a, a male-female dialogue um, on Wednesday uh, from 6 to 10 at Uptown uh, Dinner and Supper Club here in Atlanta, Georgia. Come out and join me. Oh, no no doubt. We'll definitely be there. All right. Sounds good. All right, Miles. All right, sir. As, as always, it's an honor and a pleasure. God bless. God bless you. Well, people, we've uh, I let the show go over a little bit because I I knew Dr. Tart had a lot to to tell the people. I knew um, <laughs> that he would give some dynamic tips and tools to help you with your relationships. Um, I want to thank um, my guest today, Nikki Smith um, of Coquette Studio in Scottsdale, Arizona, and uh, I want to thank Dr. Alduin Tart. Um, just a, these are just phenomenal people that we brought in here for you today, and. Um, like I said, re- listen to this podcast again. Download this podcast. Tell your friends about it. Um, tell your friends about creating a championship standard of living. We we want to just get more traction. I mean, we we got a good movement going on here. Uh, the synergy that we've created with with other people like uh, J L Godfrey, my brother J L Godfrey, um, it's just it, it's amazing. It's mind boggling the things that, that can, you can do. It said the, Bible, the scripture tells us one can put a thousand flight, but two ten thousand. And when you 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 connect together with multiple you know, entities of, of people and their influence, great things can happen. Um, again, like our guests that we have on the day, you know, the people that we're going to bring on are going to always be dynamic people. I'm not going to bring you second-rate people. So you can, that's why I tell you, have your heart open to receive what's for you because everything may not be for you, but whatever is on this show that's for you, receive it because I know that something's for you. Um, so before we go, again, I want to acknowledge, um, again, uh, Nikki Smith, Dr. Alderman Tart, uh, Mr. J.L. Godfrey, my sister Karen Donald in Detroit, Michigan. Yesterday was her her, her 29th birthday. I want to <laughs> I want to uh, congratulate her on that. Uh, she'll be back on the show uh, sometime during the fourth quarter. Also, I want to thank um, each and every one of you personally. If I could come to your house and shake your hand, I would, but time wouldn't permit because there's so many of you. But I take it. I take this moment right now to thank you and I let you to remind you, I don't take you for granted. This is an absolute honor for me to do this each and every week. Um, check out uh, this upcoming week. Uh, this week is the week of the woman, uh, as deemed by myself and uh, Mr. J.L. Godfrey. Check out J.L. Godfrey's show um, this week, Thursday, um, October 22nd. Thursday, October 22nd. He has a dynamite. Dynamite, dynamite, dynamite uh, show plan is uh, part three of the, his uh, his version of the, the fourth quarter comeback series. And last week he had generals, the male generals of, of motivation. This week he's going to have the ladies. Uh, it's going to be an absolutely phenomenal show. And next week, next week I'm doing a show specifically for the ladies. Um, it's it's going to be a show to help you to help the ladies recover recover all that was been stolen from them. Um, just two dynamic shows, two dynamic powerhouse shows. And just to give you a good reminder that this is Breast Health Awareness Month, Breast Health Awareness Month. We, we're advising each and every one of you to get checked out. Make sure that your your, your body is your bodies are okay. And make sure that, that this enemy that's been coming to destroy so many people, that you, if, if, you're, if it may be there, 
let's go, jump on it quickly so we can we can save you. We want we want you here. We want you here for the next generation. We want you here for years to come. Um, so without further ado, I thank you. This has been creating the championship standard of living. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller, here to tell you each and every week: don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. That's my mantra. That's my motto. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. God bless you, and I'll see you next week. I would not do Make me do